डिस्क्लेमर ये सीज़न हाली रिलेटेबल है आपको कुछ सिखाने और रिलाइज कराने के वापस के लिए इसमें जो कुछ भी बताया और समझाया गया है प्लीज़ उसे दिल पे ना लें और लोगों में ऐसे बदलाव लाने के लिए आगे शेयर करें वाई डोंट यू हैव फॉर गिविंग नेचर आई यू सफरिंग फ्रॉम प्रोकास्टिनेशन वाई डू यू क्रिटिसाइज योर सेल्फ डू यू हैव डी मोड ऑफ योर ओन इमोशंस आई यू बॉडी शेमिंग आई यू बींग बुलीड वाई डू पीपल टेक इस फॉर ग्रांटेड आई यू वे टू मटीरियलिस्टिक How can you compare yourself to others? Why do we end up getting hurt? Are we perfect? Why do we forget the good deeds? Are you a people pleaser? Are your excuses stopping yourself from achieving something? Thousand questions, multiple answers, but all in one season. listening to season 3 of make a change let's drive to more unashamed conversations hosted by ishwara gupta hello people i ishwara your lovely host is back finally first of all apologies for the delay but now i'm again back in business So you will get to hear some amazing content in every few days. Today I have an exciting guest with me and she is all bubbly, charming and I feel like really connected to her. You won't believe but we even share our birthdays. So incredible, right? I could have gone for hours talking to her if time wouldn't be a limit. I just love her spirit and we kind of matched each other's vibe. So don't go anywhere because Mm, listen by yourself. So before introducing her, I would like you to give a gentle reminder about following me on Instagram to get those timely updates. Share the episode, rate it, and like the show as it gives me a motivation to do even better for you all. Share your views by writing to me or sending me a voice message. All up to you, but I really want it. Okay, now. I can't wait to introduce her. So she's an amazing person. She's an she's a famous American actress, model, television personality, social media influencer, entrepreneur from the United States. This gorgeous actress is very popular for her amazing acting skills as per IMDb. She has worked in over 32 films and television shows. She is no other than Candle Chapel. She was also there in the Netflix popular film Purple Hearts. So let's go to the interview. First of all, Candle, welcome. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. You will not believe how excited I am to see you. Like just a few <laughs> days back, I watched you in your movie Purple Hearts, and I can't believe that I will be talking to you today. Oh well, thank you. I'm glad you watched it. What do you think? Oh, it was incredible. It was one of now. It is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are okay. we are happy to have you here. Well, thank you so much. So like Kendall you are a famous American actress. So what made you decide to go into the acting profession? It just it was never an option really. It was um the place that I felt 
the most at home. I think like it, it, I felt a sense of family when I was working on plays or even just on set working on commercials or something when I was younger. Um, it, I just felt like I had found my people and it was, it was, uh, I was always performing in some way, whether it was like making up a dance for my family or like trying to like, you know, direct some goofy movie that I forced my brother and sister to be a part of or whatever it was. I just always wanted to be performing. And uh, yeah, it was always like, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the, you know, so that turned into going to college for, um, you know, going to university to study theater and then moving out to Los Angeles and continuing to pursue it here. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. So that means like from the very start, you had that interest in acting. Yeah, I think my first, besides like school plays that I did as a kid, the first thing that I actually had to audition for was a community theater play. I must have been like nine or 10 years old. And after that, I was I was hooked. I was like, when's the next one? When's the next one? <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's that's nice. So what, according to you, are the most valuable skills for an acting career? The, sorry, say that again. The most what? Um, like what, according to you, are the most valuable skills for valuable an skills. acting career? Yeah. Um, the willingness to, to be open, to be wrong, um, to be just a good listener. I, I think it's so important to put aside ego and to just really, um, you know, be open to hearing somebody else's take, someone else's opinion, someone else's, you know, whatever. And, and it doesn't mean that you always have to like, obviously we want to stay true to ourselves and be confident and comfortable with ourselves and, and lead from a place of authenticity and from sincerity. But um, I think it's just with art, especially such a collaborative form of art. I mean, you can't, there is no acting without a director, without costume, without makeup, without hair, without the, you know, the crew lighting it, the sound, the setup, you know, everything. So when you're in a collaboration like that, if you come in and you think, okay, this is the way I'm going to do it. And you're just stuck in that. It's a recipe for disaster, you know, because you, you really have to keep, it, it's just like another way of communicating. Mm-hmm. And if I'm just, talking, talking, talking in the, the entire conversation, you and I are not going to have a conversation. It's going to be, do you know what I mean? So like, it has to stay open. You have to be open to hearing something that might not feel right, but let's try it out. Let's see what we discover. And then just like playing and making a fool of yourself. And sometimes it doesn't work and you get to laugh about it. And sometimes you find something that you never expected you'd find. So definitely being open to collaborating, being open to listening. Um, I think those are really key when it comes to just the small portion that is the acting of, you know, in in terms of making a movie. So true. So true. Like, uh, as you said that keeping the ego aside, I think like uh, it can, it might be any profession. Ego, Mm -hmm. uh, ego can be the destroyer and uh, you need to be very down to earth you need to be a patient listener and that's very necessary if we talk about any career in your life so yeah that's something so like in a field like yours people often have to face criticism from the audience how do you respond to the negative performance reviews 
Um, I think I have a pretty good understanding of what's what I'm going to end up feeling really proud of and what I'm going to wish had gone differently. So I, I think I've also been lucky, you know, so far I haven't really, I haven't, I don't really look at a lot of, you know, I'm not like Googling myself, but I don't read anything that's like, if it's just somebody on the internet trying to make a big, you know, argument about or just trying to be negative, I don't, I just don't think that that's a valid use of time um, for me to read it. They can express themselves however they want, of course. But if, um, yeah, if there, if someone brings criticism, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely open to hearing things. And for the most part, I'll probably agree. But like I said, like this whole art form, it's a collaborative thing. So like, if someone doesn't like a piece of a, you know, a movie that I make or a certain line and something, it's like, we all made this thing together and, you know, I might be the one delivering it or I might be the one that, you know, got edited a certain way or whatever, but I guess it really is just part of the ego thing. You just, you put the ego aside and you said, okay, well, like maybe we didn't do our best. We didn't succeed Mm -hmm. at the mission that we were trying to do, but that's, but we're just, you know, pay more attention next time. It's, it's no yeah. one person's fault that like anything doesn't go well. It's always going to be, you know, a little bit of everything. And, and for the most part, I think there's always something good to be had. And even, you know, there's some projects from earlier in my career that I look at, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what is that? <laughs> but, but I have, you know, great memories or great experiences or people that I became friends with or, um, inspired like another project or you know there's always something really positive to take away so it does it so far nothing's really bothered me that much it's not really a lot of negativity you can throw my way that would um ruffle my feathers too much I don't think wow that's really not a positive approach and I can relate to that earlier projects because when I listened to my first episode which I recorded myself I was like oh my god I can yeah. not hear like that this is insane how I made that like seriously I know but it's like but it's because that that's what it was at the time right and that was yeah. what was needed that you have to do that in order to get better and better and better and you know yeah. learn from your mistakes so it's like it's all just a part of the process yeah and by the time you see the changes and the improvements and you feel good yeah yeah you have reached a destination you're improving exactly and, uh like with this i would also say that as we know a coin has two different sides as with the people if some people are there to appreciate you and obviously there are some people that are uh, ready to let you down but you need to have a positive approach and deal with it in a different way like if someone is passing you a negative comment or trying to demotivate you or uh, saying some things that might hurt your performance or to your own self-esteem so you don't have to let him or her do it you just have yeah. to see where you are lacking and you can try improve working on that again it would make you a better person it will make you a better version of your own self so yes I think that there's I think it's important like I was kind of saying earlier it's important yeah. to still stay true to yourself and stay authentic to yourself but so there is a fine line between listening, like hearing constructive criticism. And, you know, that, that obviously does not mean people just, oh, she's ugly or she's dumb. Or like, that's not constructive. That's opinion based. That's, you know, so it's important to be able to listen to somebody when they, you know, bring a genuine constructive, you know, constructive feedback to you. But at the same time, 
when something doesn't sit well in your gut or it's going to affect you, your, you know, you, we have, we have to really be cognizant of our mental health and what we're allowing in and, you know, and how we're allowing it in so that we don't want to just adjust to what everyone else thinks we should do. We, we still have to find that confidence streak in us and follow that. But I think, um, just keeping yourself open to listening to other ideas. That's, that's the key because that's where you get to explain and go, okay, is this something that is going to apply to me? Is this something I can, I can even like make a change about because if it's just something like, you know, Oh, you looked so ugly in that thing or whatever. It's like, you can't take that kind of stuff to heart. You can't because someone's going to think exactly the opposite. Yeah. And, and I'm using, I'm using a very like broad, you know, general um, example, but there's, there's also, people have opinions about everything. So you have to just know when to let some of them go, I think. Yeah. So true. Like if you do anything in your life, like it could be negative or positive, people would have their opinions and reviews about everything. Like if you're doing something great, they would uh, do something. They would poke their noses in between and, uh, tell you that you are not doing that great or you are uh, really destroying yourself or something. But the thing is, you should know what you are doing. You should have that belief in yourself. And it's so true that you also said. Yeah. So I would say to everyone that so take a constructive criticism. Try uh, seeing what other people is saying and try to improve yourself instead of taking that particular thing to your heart or demotivating your own self don't ever do that because you are yeah you don't want to become what other people want you to be but it is important to listen to the feedback I think or or, you know just to hear it and to see where it if it sits in in truth in you so true so true so moving further I would like to discuss about today's theme um so it is something that we usually ignore and never pay much attention to it. Uh, like it is our thoughts based on others' opinions as we discussed right now. Mm-hmm. So like the thoughts are not just the ordinary thoughts I'm talking about. I'm talking about our thinking about our own selves, which are based on someone else's opinion. Okay. Like it often happens that we start judging ourselves based on what people think about us. Like, for example, if someone says that we are looking fat or we are ugly in some sense, like you said, then we automatically get demotivated and self-conscious, ignoring all the good parts and replacing our likings with their thinking. So, Kendall, what do you think on the same? Like, do you agree with the fact that our thinking gets often replaced by someone else's opinion about us or about our likes and dislikes? Yeah, I mean, I I think that especially when we're younger and we're still trying to figure ourselves out, I mean, all, all of us just want to be accepted. We just want to, you know, be a part of this giant community that is civilization. And it's really scary to feel like I'm doing something wrong or someone else is doing it better or, or I'm not, you know, I don't know about this thing or that thing. And so maybe someone else can teach me. So I think a lot of, a lot of this sort of um, absorption of other people's viewpoints comes from just this very genuine, innocent feeling of wanting to fit in and wanting to be accepted. So that's why I think um, 
That's why I say, you know, there is a fine line because we do want to hear, you know, sometimes we come off in ways that we don't understand. I I remember when I was kind of finding my sense of humor as a kid, I was being really sarcastic and I thought I was being funny. And it took, you know, my mom telling me, my sister telling me, maybe a friend telling me like, hey, that kind of, it sounds like you're being mean. I don't think that that's your intention, but it sounds like you're being mean. And it shocked me. And, you know, and like the first one person says it, and I'm like, oh, well, they just didn't get the joke. And then another person says it, and <laughs> like a third time, you're like, that is not what I want. There is not no. a mean bone in my body. So like, if that is, if that's what's getting interpreted by my actions, my words, then I'm not, I'm not being successful right now in, in my intention. And uh, so I think when you, we have to, we have to be listening. We have to always be learning and being, you know, and observing people and the situations around us. But then it is ultimately up to you. Do you want to be, how do you want to represent yourself? Is the thing that you're getting the feedback on, is that going to be something that you feel like is worth uh, digging into? You know, none of us are going to change ourselves entirely, but you know, we all want to make healthy choices, both for our bodies, for our brains, for our relationships. We want to make positive choices. We want to make choices that advance us, I don't know, in our careers or, you know, whatever our goals are. So the best way to do that is just, is by listening, but it does, you know, like we've been talking about, it really does have that danger of, especially when I think we're younger. Yeah finding that line, finding that balance between what, what, what is the information that I can, you know, take in and use to my benefit and move forward with and what's something that becomes harmful. And it's hard to identify. I'll admit I was, you know, I definitely had a hard time with that growing up identifying I, cause I was not, you know, I've been like this loud, crazy, artistic, like weird person my entire life. And that doesn't fit in every um, community growing up. Like, the town that I grew up in was a smaller town with not, you know, you don't see a big rainbow of people, either skin color or um, religions or just beliefs in general. It was all kind of like the same kind of person. So then I, you know, we moved there when I was six years old and I come in with my big loud personality and this big crazy smile on my face and like always trying to crack a joke and it did not go over well. <laughs> I had a long time of like finding my footing and a long time of trying to be somebody else, trying to be like these other people, these girls that I, you know, wanted to fit in with so badly. I wanted their approval so badly. I would have done anything. I was changing my voice. I was trying to like use different words. I was dressing different. I was eating different. I was, you know, all of this stuff, just trying, trying, trying to be accepted and it wasn't until maybe I was 14 or 15 years old where I was like, I don't even recognize. I had changed myself so much. I didn't even know who I was. I could not recognize the person in the mirror. And I realized how much I disliked the person that I was emulating. And so then like little by little, all of those things that I had built up that like had taught me, oh, don't make that joke or, oh, don't laugh so loud or, oh, don't like all of these roadblocks that kept you know coming up that I had trained myself to have in order to not be the weird one. I'd go to make the joke that roadblock would come up and I'd be like, Oh no, I shouldn't like, no, you know what? I should like this <laughs> is a dumb joke that I'm going to make because that's who I am. And I think the point I'm trying to make ultimately here is like, 
that's harmless, right? If I make a dumb joke and no one gets it, that's harmless. If I make a dumb joke and I defend somebody, that's where we need to be able to take in that feedback. So that's where that line gets hard to identify. And I think it's just up to each individual person to know, you know, to do that work and to know this is who I am. And this is, these are the things I really love about myself. And these are the things that are not going over so well because, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't well-informed or I didn't have like enough experience with whatever it is. or I wasn't listening or I wasn't, you know, whatever it is. So I feel like I'm talking in a circle a little bit, but, but ultimately, yeah, I think it's just finding that line for yourself of making healthy, positive choices while still being able to grow. <laughs> I can totally relate. Like as a teenager, um, I'm 17 and I see myself around people. I see myself back when I was 14, 15 and I faced these crises. Like I was trying to fit in the environment because the, because of the peer pressure, I think. They were like, you are so boring and uh, you are not fun at all. So I tried to do things that didn't make made me happy. I tried to please people. So it was a lot difficult when it comes to... Uh, trying to fit in in the environment but by time I realized that if people really wants to be your friend or if they really feel connected to you they will accept you the way you are Uh, yeah and like you don't have to change your opinions and your thinking about just because what other people are other people are thinking about you and it's like I think uh, we should all understand that what we think about us matters the most other than what others people think about us they cannot tell us that you have to be behave like this or that we cannot we are not like the puppets of their we, we are not the puppets they are not controlling us at last it's our life and uh, we have the remote of our control so i would say to everyone that be confident don't let others opinion shape your thought it's a very it's a very big thing and uh, as you said um, that uh, you uh, like laughing and you created jokes that really uh, were mean to some some people i think yeah that could have happened because um we as teenagers, as young adults, we see ourselves trying to fit in in the environment and we sometimes think that we don't belong here. No one is accepting us. So we try to do things to please others. Yeah. And that thing creates a mess. So uh, yeah, doesn't, if you have that motivation of, oh, I'm doing this for everybody else, I think that's where things can get a little tricky. I mean, yeah. you know, wanting to have a good time with your friends and wanting to make your friends laugh is one thing. But I think when you're like, oh, this will be the thing that, you know, will trick them into thinking that I'm this way or that way or yeah, the other. Yeah. That's where it's like, it's because it's not authentic. It's it's not truly you. I'd rather hear a dorky yeah. joke from somebody than a mean joke from somebody. Mm. By the way, you are not boring. Like this, you're look at you. I was not doing this at 17. I was not creating <laughs> my own entertainment platform. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I would say like your smile is lovely. I we oh, love all of your smile, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh. So what do you suggest like we should what we should do to overcome this sort of situation and uh, a transition over our own feelings? 
Yeah, that's a really good question. I think that I'm still figuring that out. Um, I just keep going back to like, listen, being open and listening. And and that means listening to yourself as well and checking in with yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, being active, you know, exercise, I love doing yoga, like just keeping my body moving. There is such a mind body connection. So I think it's important to keep that connection strong, you know, to be take some time outside. If, if you if you're able to get outside, if you have, you know, city places you can walk to, or if there's a garden nearby or something, you know, just connecting with nature. Um, I think really helps kind of clear your mind and set you straight. I, I know when I'm feeling frustrated or stressed out or anxious, when I go for a walk, it feels like all of that stuff that I was, that was just like weighing on my mind, everything just kind of becomes a lot lighter and I can think through and it makes it a lot easier to process my own, like to check in with myself and process what I'm thinking and feeling. Because as you put it at the end of the day, like I'm more important than the opinion of of somebody else. Sorry, one Let me just turn off my notifications. Um, yeah, at the end of the day, like you're the one who has to live with yourself. You're the one who has, who is going to be stuck in your head, you know. So <laughs> make it as pleasant there as you can. I think. Um, I wish I had. Uh, gosh, I wish I had an answer for it. I would bottle it and I would sell it to everybody and I'd make millions, but <laughs> yeah, finding that sort of like calm and it's not, it's no easy. It's, it's, you know, we work on it the rest of our lives. And I think as you find your people in life, it becomes a bit easier because you all get to talk about it together and you, uh, you can learn and grow from other people's mistakes as well as your own. So yeah. yeah like the thing you said that keep checking up on yourself that's really necessary because uh what uh like you need to find something that you can relate to that makes you happy that makes you feel self-love you know like uh when I was like getting really bullied in school and everywhere people said I'm very boring or I talk very maturely the things which I talk about are really not what teenagers usually talk so uh I was the what... same way by the way sorry I was I was the same way in that I was <laughs> oh, the dear. stuff that my peers wanted to talk about would get like you know and not that I I mean I had my goofy weird side to me as well where I'd want to talk about boys and stuff but the some of the stuff that they would be complaining about like oh I have to go home and clean my room or whatever I was like what <laughs> well, you know that like there's a whole universe that we just we haven't even begin to discover like I'd lay awake at night just like thinking about the concept of infinity and I just like keep myself awake like but if it goes on forever like where does it like or if it doesn't go on forever what's after that like something it just I'd like boggle my mind and so I I can relate to sorry to interrupt like but I can relate to you with that feeling of being like people I was always told I was wise beyond my years or you know mature for my well and it's hard to connect to your peers when you know you want to talk about heavier topics than like lip gloss or you know right right seriously I got someone that can relate to me at last and it's like 
uh, I'm not type of a girly girl. I'm a, sort of a tomboyish sort of. And I don't like talking about lipsticks and makeup every time. It's okay. Sometimes yeah, there's a time and a place. There's, you know, yeah. like sometimes we want to do it, but it's also, it's nice to have more in-depth conversations. Yeah. And yeah, so I feel you on that. You're You're at a hard time in life where not everybody is like, there. Right, right, right. And they'll get there, because you know, everyone moves at, at a different pace. But yeah, not everyone is like interested in. <laughs> <laughs> True. And I've got that label of advisor in my group. So, uh, like, uh, I'm like, that is why how I started with the show and with the blogs and everything. I started putting forward my views. I thought if they are not concerned, I don't care. I need to do something. I can make uh, people learn from my mistakes or from their mistakes or from discussing with other people around the world, I can make a difference. That is why I really kept the name as Make a Change. So mm. this is how I felt better. But day by day with the show, I improved myself. I never did counseling. I never went to a psychiatrist. <laughs> it was a teenage thing. It would have overcome by time. And I really thank the show. It helped me overcome this. It told me like when I talked people around the world who were twice and thrice my ages and then I felt no um, I'm in a, at a good path and it's not a problem if you're different from others if you have a different thinking it's just you don't match their vibe nothing else yeah and that's okay you know and it's no shame to anybody who's um, who is interested in those things it's, yeah. it's perfectly fine and natural to go through those different like waves of, of, I don't know, the parts of growing up, but like some, I think, um, because I, I think I got more into maybe having lighter conversations as I've gotten older. I mean, I, I love, I, I don't like small talk. I like to really get down and deep. Seriously, I also don't like small talk. Sorry to interrupt in between, but I also don't like small talk. But as I've like kind of found my family out here in Los Angeles, as I found, you know, like really good friends, we don't always have to have those deep, like now I know I have people I can go to about that stuff. And I think knowing that and, and having already expressed opinions on those things with them, it makes it a lot easier to then have the like goofier conversations that I don't think I was able to connect with and and to have when I was, you know, a teenager, because I was, I, I wanted to know I had the depth before I, um, could go everywhere else in between if that makes sense and I think maybe some people kind of do it more opposite they start light and they get deeper and deeper and deeper and I'm like you meet me and I'm like so what are your thoughts that you know I want to know (laughs) (laughs) that's really nice like uh I never uh thought that I had that goofy side but uh I just I'm just discovering myself day by day and I say uh I see that by time um, if I have that particular friend group or I am comfortable with that particular people so I am really goofy you will see a different side of me but when it comes to uh, a normal life situation then I'm a bit uh, I am a bit slow to open I'm sort of an introvert in front of them but I'm not actually I'm like an ambivert so yeah I would say that they are also not bad if they do not match my vibe. It's like everyone has their own interests and uh, we should like take care of that also. We cannot change the world. 
but what we can do is change ourselves we can change ourselves for ourselves it is really yeah. necessary yeah and you can have you know good people around you that inspire you to keep you know keep being positive and keep putting but it's the change that we can put out right we might not be one person that can affect everything but we can affect those around us and our situations around us so true and we can always learn from our experience and just give that experience to the world and help others so Absolutely. that's always on the way so i would say don't get sucked into some clever clogs reckless opinions no matter mm. how convincing it might sound you could open your whole life trying to meet okay. others people standards but that's not the strategy for a fulfilling life Absolutely. No, it's exhausting. I'm t- I'm, and I speak from experience, as I told you, it's exhausting trying to live up to other people's expectations of you. It's, you're constantly in your head thinking and analyzing. Yeah. No, it's no fun. And it's like, you can never meet their expectations. You can never complete their expectations. No. Expectations would be increasing and increasing. And I would say, uh, don't complete their expectations and never ever expect something from anyone else also because expectation hurts if you're expecting too much from anyone and they're not able to fulfill their your expectations and you will end up getting hurt so same lies with yeah. you yeah yeah i mean yeah i think um acceptance is a really big key right accepting Instead of, I mean, we want to have some expectations for ourselves for, you know, okay, when I uh, go to the grocery store, I I expect that I will be able to get these things on my shopping list so I can go home and make dinner tonight, right? But then when you're in the grocery store and they're out of uh, chicken and you can't make the chicken dish that you wanted to make, then you have to accept that and like, okay, well, now I'm going to have to do something else. I'm going to have to roll with this a little differently as opposed to like, no, like... I can't do the chicken. Well, now my night day is ruined. My meal is ruined. I can't do the <laughs> You know, we can't like let these things, the the changes in our expectations, we can't let those derail us moving forward. You know, I, so I think, um, yeah, acceptance is a really big part of yeah. having healthy expectations. That's so true. Like with a tiny example, you explained a big thing. And don't let your expectations come on your way and let you stop from doing something so that's a big thing like i would say now is the time to start honoring your authentic values get to know yourself hang out with your own kind put others opinion in your perspective only then will you be free to live your life your way yes exactly my cat wants to say hi by the way oh wow so cute oh my god and you will not believe i love cats i literally love cats (laughs) <laughs> but my mom never let me keep one. Oh, one day. <laughs> I'm sure I would have one in future. What's yeah. her name? Tulip. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So what are your views? Like, how was your experience today on the show? Make a change. Let's start with more unashamed conversations. Sorry, say that again. Uh, I would, uh, like, what... Uh, is your experience? What are your views? Like, how was your experience today on the show? How was my experience today on the show? Okay. Um, Well, I find you very enchanting. You're very fun to talk to. Oh my God. They really (laughs) admire what you're doing. That 
it's, you know, it takes a lot of work and a lot of courage to put your voice out there. So well done with that. Um, I think it's, it's, it's just so important to be talking about things like existing in this planet is, can be hard. <laughs> yeah. And knowing that other people might feel a similar way to you or have gone through something similar, I think just always makes it easier. And I'm still, I, and I think I will always be, you know, looking for that wanting to know that oh I'm not alone I'm not the only one that felt this way I'm not the only one that made that mistake or you know and so I think it's always beneficial I think it's always beneficial to be talking about um these sort of like broad topics that get brushed over when when we're all ex- like supposed to be happy and healthy and like <laughs> cool and funny and, you know yeah. <laughs> But how does one do that? How how do we actually get into the um get into like the real conversation and get into like ourselves, right? Like open up our, our true selves and that can be hard. Yeah, so true. Like you will not believe how happy I am like talking to you. You match my wife. And it's like uh I feel so relatable when I talk to you, and it's like so it's so insightful having a good conversation whole goofy and important and insightful it's so good I just love that well thanks it's really nice talking to you as well (laughs) same here so would you like to share something to our audience like any specific things um in terms of career um anything that any message or anything that you would like to say gosh you're putting me on the spot it's hard to I want to say so many things um I guess I guess my my important thing to me is that there are a lot of lonely kids a lot of kids that don't feel like they totally fit in a lot of kids that feel like they don't figure it out um a lot of adults that feel the same way, you know, a lot of people that were those kids or whatever circumstance you're in where you feel like I'm just not getting it. You're not alone. There's so many of us that feel like that. And we're all looking around feeling like, well, how come that person can do it? Or what they seem to have a figure. What am I missing? You know, what do they have that I don't have? I think pretty much everyone is thinking that and feeling that or has felt that at some point point in their life um and if you can go you know turn to somebody that you trust somebody that's in your life no matter how hard or corny or you know whatever it is that it feels <laughs> talk honestly and to say you know here's kind of, here's what I'm feeling and thinking I think that that is so key in opening up those types of conversations and, and feeling less alone you know feeling less like you you know you're the weirdo because we're all just these little weirdos running around trying to make sense of it all. <laughs> so true and that is why find someone of your own kind and do weird things because life is short don't miss out something because what other people will think it's your life do it just go with the flow yeah, yeah. thank you so much candle for being there it was really an insightful conversation thank you it's been so fun <laughs> same here